Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. And occasionally, Terry Smallshoe. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. You wanted me again, Matt. Yeah. Luke's not with us tonight. He's um in bed with yeah. AIDS. In bed with AIDS. Yeah, helpers, I mean. Like sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, that's right. Just trying to sleep it off. Mm. You know how it is. You get a bit of AIDS, you sleep it off. That's right. That's why they're always sleeping in Africa. Yeah. A couple of ways I could go with follow-ups to that joke, but I just I just don't know which direction. You know what I mean? Like uh, Into the toilet, I guess. Yeah, it's n***s or f***s, really. That's, that's true. This is going well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Matt. <laughs> yep. Did you watch the trailer for Star Wars Episode Seven: <laughs> The Force Awakens? <laughs> of course I did. Several, several times. Yeah, me too. Uh, it's a wonderful me segue too. that Jenna's going to be really mad about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it all at the start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and any talk about or henceforth will use words we can keep in. Very good. So, what did you think of the trailer? I think I could probably guess what you thought. Go on, guess what I thought. Uh, you probably thought it looked. Pretty good. Yeah, I thought it looked quite good. Mm. I mean, look, I've been less quietly optimistic than I think a few other people. I've been mm. on the record saying I think it's going to be a really good movie. Yep. And after seeing the trailer today, I stand by that. I fucking can't wait till this comes out. Yeah. I've been kind of cautiously optimistic about it because mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. everything looked good. But then, you know, Phantom Menace, when that fucking Phantom Menace trailer came out, oh. that looked real good. <laughs> See, but. I'm trying to forget that fact because mm. that Phantom Menace trailer, when I saw it for the first time, like, mm. I had fucking hairs stand up all over my body. Yep, I know. You know? And most of them were mine. <laughs> like, it was such a good trailer. That kind of leads me into a little bit uh, on one of the other articles I've got here. And Sure. I didn't know this. Maybe you did. I didn't know Peter Serafinix was Darth Maul. Did not know that. Now, just to be clear... He doesn't play the character of Darth Maul, He's right? The voice. He just dubbed over the voice. And as soon as I read the headline, it said Peter Serafinowicz talks about playing Darth Maul, and I was like, "Yeah, of course that's him." Yeah. I just imagined the voice of Darth Maul. Like he only speaks what, two lines in the whole movie, but yeah. But as soon as, as soon as I remembered what he what he sounded like, I'm like, "Of course it is. That's 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 Peter Serafinowicz." But he I do um, like a bit of Peter Serafinowicz. I must admit. Oh, he's great. I do, I do like him. We'll link to this interview, but it's it's the interview is him, kind of uh, recalling the experience of working on the Phantom Menace and how excited he was at first, and how as things went on, he slowly started to become concerned, and then um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone should listen yep. to it because it's very funny, uh, very funny and in- interesting interview. But he basically said they um that they, his agent said, "Do you want to be in Star Wars?" And he was like, "Of course, I want to be in Star Wars." And they were like, "All right, yeah. fine. Do you want to? Uh, we'll, we'll send in an audition." And they said, "You've got, you've got the part." And he's like, "Who, who is it?" And they're like, "It's the main bad guy." And he was like, "Fuck off!" Yeah. So he like went walking in the shadow of your. Uh, yeah, he went to the, James L. Jones. Yeah, he went to the. Uh, he said he was surprised that they went with such an inexpensive studio in in London. That was a that was one thing <laughs> that he actually rem- he said he remembers thinking, "Oh, there. All right, fine." And so. Yeah. He went in, George Lucas was there, and George Lucas said to him, 
you could be the next James Earl Jones. And he was like, oh my God. Oh my God, it's going to be so good. And then rather than sitting outside the booth, George was like, I'm coming into the booth with you. And I'm going to sit behind <laughs> you the whole time. And he was like, that's weird. All right. And then he so said, weird. have you got some direction for me? And George said, make him sound evil. <laughs> that's good direction. And he went, that's great direction. Peter said, okay, I'll do that. But yeah, so Is that he, what you said to James L. Jones? <laughs> so he did the part and then, uh, and then he thought, this is going to be amazing. He found out that, you know, they said, oh, the premiere is going to be in New York. And he was like, great. And he said to his agent, you know, when do we find out how, how do we, how's that being organized? And his agent said to him, oh, uh, you're actually not invited to that. And he was like, what? Can we, can we ask? Can we do something about it? So he, apparently his agent talked to Rick McCallum. And then they came back and they said, well, look, you can go, but you, you're going to have to pay for it yourself. And so <laughs> he did. And it's $1,000. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so he did. And, uh, and then, yeah. Because so of course you would. Yeah, of- and then you just wouldn't tell anyone there that you had to pay. Right, exactly. So he said he got there. Liam Neeson was there, and it was all—it was fantastic and amazing. And then he said, as soon as the opening crawl started, and it was like there's a trade dispute in the <laughs> between yeah, the, yeah. you know the Twin Trade Federation Planet of and he was like, "What? Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and it went downhill. For wow. Him. But anyway, he's got yes yeah, some some other awesome stuff in there about him and Terence Stamp. Discussing, oh yeah, how little they got paid. How little they got paid, yeah, which is which is another funny thing, and uh, and the yeah. And the, Terrence Stamp apparently took a pay cut because Terrence Stamp's quite a prominent actor. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. He General Zod. He didn't know what Star Wars was. Apparently, his agent said you should do this film, and he's like, "What yeah, is it? Do it." And he goes, well, who, "Who am I playing?" And his agent said, uh, "The president of the universe, I think." And he was like, <laughs> "That sounds ridiculous. I can play that." <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, George Lucas apparently convinced Terrence Stamp to do the role for a reduced fee, mm-hmm. telling him that he'll give him a special gift after <laughs> filming. Yep. And the special gift turned out to be of a Phantom Menace stencil set for kids. Yep. Yeah, I was waiting for him in his trailer. Proudest day of like, his life, I bet. <laughs> so stupidly, yeah. awesomely stupid. Yeah. So... Yeah, def- but the funny thing is, I mean, he must have walked up to he being Serafinowitz must have mm. walked up to Liam Neeson in uh, the premiere and gone, "Oh, actually, we have uh, we have a really great scene together <laughs> yeah. in this movie." Yep. To which Liam Neeson, I'm sure, would have said, "I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know who you are. And I don't I've know never where met you, you before. I don't know where you are. But I've I never met you before. But I will find you, and <laughs> I will be stabbed through the chest by you at the end of the film, cut in half. Yeah." What a waste of a great bad guy. Yeah. Like, to, to kill him off in one movie, then to not really have a bad guy in the second one other than Palpatine, and then in the third well, one to have, what, Dooku? What a waste of Christopher Lee. Yeah. And then the third one, it's fucking General Grievous. Mm. It should have been awesome. Yeah. And it wasn't. See, that's the thing about the prequels is that there were moments of, of, yeah. moments of Star Wars in there, but it's not... I don't know. It's just... The thing is... I've only seen the third one, Attack of the Clowns, now <laughs> the second one. twice. That's the second one. Oh, shit. What's the third one? Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Couldn't even remember what it was called, Matt. <laughs> Couldn't even remember the name of it. I remember it. when they announced the name of Attack of the Clones and everyone went, uh, no, what's it really called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And especially with Revenge of the Sith, too, because everyone who likes Star Wars knows that Return of the Jedi yeah. was called Revenge of the Jedi right up until release. And it's like, you're just recycling old titles. Yeah. Yeah, it rhymes. <laughs> also, who was the Sith getting revenge on? Yeah, I know. Like, well, it's they, not revenge. He talks about that if you in... you start it. He talks about that in Phantom Menace. That's what Darth Maul's one longer line is. At last, we will have revenge. For what? Yeah, for what? That's the... Anyway, my point being, mm. I've only seen that twice. Right. The, at the cinema at 12pm yep. on the release night and then the day it came out on DVD when I bought it. Yep. And then I just can't get myself to to watch it again. I've even watched Phantom Menace since then because I was like, no, nah, it can't have been as bad as I remember it being. Yeah. But yeah. it is. It is. Uh, Phantom Menace is worse than I remember actually because I, for a long time, I didn't want to believe it, you know. And yeah, you know, certain yeah. certain people aggressively tried to convince mm-hmm. me <laughs> yeah. that it was yeah. shit, yeah. and I wouldn't listen for a long time. <laughs> but See, uh, I was the opposite because I, I, I watched it with Luke, right? Yeah, who had already seen it the night before. Yeah, right. So he went to like the midnight or whatever, and then I went the next day again with mm. him. Yeah, and he told me it was awesome. <laughs> Because yeah. he just didn't want to believe that it wasn't. So I'm <laughs> yeah. sitting in that cinema, kind of looking at the screen, yeah. looking at him, looking back at the screen and thinking, what's wrong with Luke? Are you for real? <laughs> no, I started thinking there was something wrong with me. Like, do I just not get yeah. this? Is this just too highbrow for me? Yeah. I don't know. I really wanted to like it. I mean, and there's bits, there's things about it that I do like still. Like, uh, you know, the, the fight at the end between... Uh, well, even all three of them, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Darth Maul at the end, it's good. And then the the yeah. you know the very, very intense part with Obi-Wan and Darth Maul, it's, it's a cool lightsaber fight. It's, yeah. You know, it's good. And the, the score is excellent. Yeah. The score is arguably the best of them all. It's just, it's all, it's got this boring uh, story wrapped around it. And yeah. the thing is, you can see how, as an old man, he might have thought that was interesting. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's not a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's like those interviews with Lucas in the 70s where he says, I'm making this film for 12-year-old boys who like comic books. And it's like, yeah, and it was awesome, right? Yeah. Now imagine a 12-year-old boy reading a comic book about a trade embargo. Right. And because like, it actually does have, the, all the prequels do have quite a complex kind of overarching story about... Yeah, you know, world like, building. It's, yeah. All, it's all Palpatine trying to start the war so that he can become the Emperor so that he can wipe out the Jedi and all this kind of stuff. The problem is it's just not very interesting compared to <laughs> yeah. the other movies. That's right. You know? Yeah, it's and the, not... the thing is, I know why he thinks it's more interesting, because it's bigger, Yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But the reason that Star Wars was as interesting as it was was because it was about a galactic fucking battle yeah. seen through the eyes... Of a little farmer's boy. Yep. Yep. Anyway. And... Yeah. But... Uh, Sarah Finnewey said as well the same thing about the Phantom Menace trailer when that came out. And everyone... Yeah. Uh, it was when everyone had just gotten internet and it took, you know, hours to download and everyone watched it and it was like, this is going to be the best thing I've ever fucking seen. Because that yeah. trailer... Yeah. Even now, if you watch that trailer, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a really good movie. I love this though This quote from Serafinowicz When he was saying How racist he found The Phantom Menace Oh yeah Yeah It reminds me Of if you're watching Channel 4 during the day And there's an old Black and white film on And someone's in blackface 
And they just bought this film for eight pounds to show them, and no one checked it. And it was like <laughs> the most racist film of the 20th century. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Trade Federation, I don't know what they're called. Um, oh, God. The- uh, Japs. I think is the word yeah, you're looking for. The, uh, <laughs> the racist Asian stereotype aliens. Okay. And then there's Watto. World War II propaganda era yeah. Japanese. And then there's, what they are. there's Watto, the racist Jew yeah. <laughs> stereotype. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who says, oi vey. <laughs> Points. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to use a Jedi mind trick on me, eh? Only like a money. <laughs> <laughs> he says that in the movie. I got... I got a bigger nose. Yeah, like the money. <laughs> that is literally a line from the film. So, so uh, yeah. the internet's gone a bit crazy today, mm. uh, in a good way and a bad way, mm-hmm. uh, over this trailer for The Force Awakens. Yes. A lot of people are saying it looks like it could be the greatest movie ever made. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying it's uh, white-hating propaganda. Yeah. Which wasn't my first thought yeah, when I saw it, apparently, I must admit. Apparently this is a little thing that, that I, somebody must have dreamed this up recently and they've been trying to get it to, to go and it's just, just because of the trailer and everything, it's just kind of, it's all kind of tipped off. But yeah, it's I it's got to be a joke, right? Man, it, I, I hope it's a joke because... But- some of the tweets coming out of this with the hashtag boycott the Force Awakens. Yeah. You know, hashtag boycott Star Wars 7 because it's anti-white propaganda promoting hashtag white genocide. See, that's got to be a joke. Because, I mean, the only... Exp- I, people are saying, oh, well, J.J. Abrams is Jewish and he's cast a black actor uh, as the main character. So he hates white people. I'm like, have you seen J.J. <laughs> yeah, Abrams? That's how it works. <laughs> yeah, that's widest Jew ever. <laughs> exactly. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm not going. I'm not saying he's not. Like, it makes no fucking difference to me. But I'm pretty sure that's not the agenda here. I mean, it's got Harrison Ford in it. That's and, true. Um, Carrie Fisher's back. Mark Hamill's back. I mean, it's got a lot of the same people as the originals are in it. <laughs> you know. Also, not the first black character. No. Granted, there haven't been many. But no. there was a pretty prominent one in the in the first two. Yeah. As as in the in the original trilogy, two of them. Yeah, Lando. Yeah, Lando. And That's uh, what I mean. And uh, and also um, Padme's security officer in in the first two. I think he dies in the second one, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't think. Spoilers, I don't think but... servants count. Don't don't count <laughs> servants as like an example of how. Look, it's Touché. not very multicultural. Look, no. it's 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 not. But now they're trying to be. And people are pissed off. Well, are they trying to be, or is it? I mean, I mean, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I didn't even think of it, to be honest. It, no, no one did. Who's not a fucking idiot? I mean, I didn't because the main, the other main character is a white girl. Like, it's I mean, fuck, it's got nothing to do with it. So the main guy happens to be black. I don't. You know what? I figured I it out. I hadn't even thought of it. I figured it all out. Last year, George Lucas married a black woman. That's true. He did. And now his films are about blacks and women. <laughs> And the white people who also inhabit the world. With who are already there and still probably 99% white. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... That's all it takes now. There are a lot One of other black person in, in your film. movie and you have an anti-white agenda. <laughs> there are a lot of other people in this film. The girl who plays Brienne of Tarth is in it. She's, she's pretty white. There's like... 
She's quite I, white. I can't yeah. believe I have to talk about how many white people are in a film. Like, I'm defending British him. actor with the fucking freckles and the red hair is in it. He is as white as a human being can get. <laughs> That's right. It's such a strange conversation to have to have. Like, <laughs> oh, is this I film am, racist? I am really disgusted with the lack of white people in this film. Yeah, you could you could argue it's racist if you came at it from the other angle and, yeah. and possibly said, is it enough that there's only one black person in there? And then right. even then you could say, well, I guess this is a universe where there aren't that many black people. <laughs> right, right. I mean, look, I would honestly be surprised if it didn't come up at some point. Uh, In the film? No, no, no. (laughs) Not in the film, but as in in conversations. Aren't you a little black to be a stormtrooper? I'm sure somebody at some point pointed out, oh, it's pretty good that we've got this black guy as the main character. Like, I I mean, it's such a non-issue. I don't understand. Look, let's be honest here, okay? Because we do live in a kind of whitewashed world in relation to Hollywood, right? Yes. So there must have been yeah. at least a meeting, right, at Lucasfilm or at 20th Century Fox where J.J. had to say, and he's black. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. You don't just cast a black actor in the lead really? and just not bring it up. Can you not, can you just, can you not just do that now? You reckon? No. Nah. You reckon? No, nah, 100%. Okay. But that means... That that meeting happened and everyone went, yeah, fine, no worries. Yeah. Why would it be a problem? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Idiots on the internet is why it's a problem. Mm. Yeah. Well, it, it's not, obviously, because they're trying to tell everyone to boycott and tickets are selling out. They're projecting yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars already, $640 million projected already, opening day. Like, and that's just from me. That's, <laughs> that's just right. what I'm planning I've to spend tickets. on opening day. I've got tickets already. Have you got tickets yeah, I've yet? got this... I don't, man. I've got this weird dilemma, mm. right? You want to hear my weird dilemma? <laughs> of course. So Hui's probably going to get to see this movie before me. Ah. She's probably going to get to see it before you, right? Yeah, right. And way back when, we, when this first came up, that she was probably going to watch it, right? Mm. I told her I didn't want to know what happens. <laughs> I don't want to know if it's good or bad. <laughs> yep. And then I made her swear to me that she just wouldn't tell me mm-hmm. if she's seen it or not. But she has to move out, I guess, for a while. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. But now the problem is she might have seen it already. I don't know. Because I've asked her and she oh. says she hasn't. But she also promised me that even when she does, she'll still tell me she hasn't. You can never trust her again. I know. <laughs> not when it comes to this. <laughs> That's right. When and it I comes don't to trust Star a lot Wars. of people when it comes to Star Wars anyway. Just lies. I've been lied to in the past. Just lies and lies. <laughs> <laughs> lies built upon lies built upon lies. Right. So so you're going to so go I'm going to be going to the midnight session on my own by the oh, look of it, but if I want to go to that I need to buy tickets soon. That sucks. Well, you'll know actually because if 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 you go, "Oh, you want to come to the midnight screening?" she's like, "Nah." <laughs> yeah, know. exactly right. <laughs> you'll know. <laughs> yeah. I'll know two things. Yes. One, she's seen it. Two, it's not that good. The two, she doesn't want to see it again. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's where I am with that. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going midnight. Uh, I guess I'll probably see it slightly before you in that case, like two hours before you or three Yeah, hours. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it'll still be daylight saving, so you'll see me three hours before me. There you go. So I'll try not to spoil Cunts. it. You'll probably be in the cinema by the time I Tell I'm you what, it. why don't you just call me, right? <laughs> yeah. FaceTime. <laughs> From the <laughs> when cinema. When you're in the cinema. Yeah. And then just hold up. Your phone to the screen. Yeah. 
think they because then on I'll be days. I'll be waiting I'll be waiting outside in the line mm. for that time. Would have watched it through, mm-hmm. and then when it ends for you, it'll be time for me to go in and watch it for so real. You just watch it twice. Yeah. 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 Perfect. <laughs> I can't think of any reason that would be a problem. None at all. I think it's looking really good. The uh, the post that came out the other day first got me really excited because it just looked classic. Like... Yeah, absolutely classic. And also the the prominence of Han on the poster. Yeah. Was I thought pretty cool and I I I mean and from the trailer it seems like he has a bigger role than I even thought that he did. Yeah. I would agree. I'm not 100% sure if I'm happy about that because it does it does mean that he could be potentially quite misused. Yeah. And I hope he's not. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. It's nice to see him I, Look, i tell you what I don't want. What I don't want is another Indiana Jones 5. No, 4. 4? <laughs> yeah. Me there. Oh, fuck it's 3. <laughs> Crystal Skull. Yeah, I knew what you meant. That abomination. When it was just embarrassing watching Indy because he was so old, and I just don't want them to do that. That was another one where the trailer came out and I went, oh, wow, that looks like fun. Yeah. It looked like Indiana Jones. And then I saw the movie and I was like, oh, it, it's not. It's more of the fan- it's a menace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it. Because I would watch every episode of the young Indiana Jones Chronicles over again. Yeah. Read all the books, all the comics, all the supplementary material before I bother watching that piece of shit Crystal Skull for a second time. Like just, yeah, no. No interest. Literally no interest. I did watch it again uh, just to see, and it was actually yep. even, it was even worse than I remembered. Yeah. It was yeah. just abominable. I just don't want to go through that. Mm. I, I do kind of... I, I wonder why Han is still wearing the exact same outfit. I wonder <laughs> yeah, if I'll I address that. Yeah. Why was Lando wearing it? I guess... <laughs> At the end of Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> That's what you do, Matt. <laughs> Matt, if you ever got frozen in carbonite... I would put on your clothes right. and go and hang out with I your girlfriend. You were, I thought you were going to make... Make a, no mistake. I thought you were going to make another black person joke. No, but I really do wonder if they address the fact that he's black in the film. Oh, really? I mean, I hope they don't. I really hope they don't for all those people out there that care. Why would they? Well, you know, maybe he takes his helmet off and two other stormtroopers oh. kind of look at each other and go, Oh, did, did you know he was black? <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to be in there with that. Well, aren't they all clones of Maoris anyway? Well, no, I think the storyline goes... See, that's the other thing. They didn't explain this very well. I, I know this because I, I somehow know this. Um, but yeah. um, the clones were shit. So by the time of the original trilogy, like A New Hope and all that, they'd been recruiting people, which is why people talk yeah. about the Academy and all that kind of stuff. So, the clone, you know, the clones lost. So Yeah. So they... Clones gone. Yeah. So they were like, like Fuck maybe it. some real people would. But they never really explained better. why. What's the difference between a clone and a, and a real person in in you know in a? Yeah, because a clone of a real person is a real person. Yeah, I don't quite. And when you clone your best warrior, you just have all your soldiers be your best warrior. Yeah, I think the it's the a... best explanation for why that they're not clones anymore is because that wasn't a very good idea. Yeah, that's right. And because by the time they get to. Episode four, they're clearly not clones. Yeah, because... Because you can dress in one's costume. <laughs> that's right, and they're different sizes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they have different voices. Or yeah. at least they did when I used to watch it on VHS. See, that's the thing. Has he changed the voices? Because I, I, I need to listen. Yeah, he has. See, see now it makes no you know, fucking sense at all. I haven't, I haven't seen all. it, but I, I've heard he has, yeah. It doesn't even make any sense now. Why would she say, oh, yeah, it'll short for a stormtrooper? Clearly he's not a stormtrooper then. Yeah, aren't you a little short for an exact clone of everyone? Yeah, 
and no one's questioning this. Doesn't make any sense. Fucking stupid. He's ruined his own fucking storyline. You know what? Forget it. Forget about yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? We've had this conversation before. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. It's not In important. fact, somebody that used to be on this podcast had embargoed this conversation simply <laughs> because of that fact. That's right. That's right. We've got a clip of that, haven't we? I think we do. Let's, let's cut to the clip. Why would she say, oh, yeah, Needle's short for a stormtrooper? Clearly, he's not a stormtrooper then. Yeah, aren't you a little short for an exact clone of everyone? Yeah, and no one's questioning this. Doesn't make any sense. He's ruined his own fucking story. You know what? Forget it. Forget about it. Yeah, you should fucking forget about it. All you cunts want to talk about is Star Wars. If Gorgy Lucas presented you with a turn on a stick, you'd worship it as some sort of god. It's fucking ridiculous. Fuck it. I'm done. I put all this work into Sasquatch News, the spreadsheet, and all you fuckers want to talk about is Star Wars. So another science fiction film that I enjoy a lot is The Fifth mm-hmm. Element. And I'm yeah. a big fan of Luc Besson. Classique. In general. Mm-hmm. But someone who's apparently not a fan is uh, John Carpenter. Did you read this article? I did read this article. And I'm also a fan of John Carpenter. Yeah. But you've seen we this film, right? Did you watch this film? Or did, was it Dave that watched this film? I haven't seen the remake, and the the listeners have no idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about the Luc Besson's film. What is it, Lockout? Lockout. Is is what I'm talking about, yeah. Which apparently is pretty much Escape from New York. Right. And, well, it is and it isn't. See, I I read this, and I was like, you know what? It's kind of similar, but then it's not... Yeah. If you're saying that someone stole your film because 30 years after you made your smash hit, somebody else makes a film where a prisoner gets the chance to escape if he has to save someone. Yeah. I mean... The ruling is that it's not... It's the president's daughter he's got to save and lock out, apparently. Apparently. And and that's... Apparently that's similar enough. So I, I I guess they decided that he must have watched Escape from New York and then thought, that's a good movie, I should make it, but I've got to change a few things. I'm not yeah, sh- I'm not sure because he really the actual ruling that. said that despite the change in setting, characters, and plot, yeah. it's not different enough from Escape from New York so that's scary. to not be plagiarism. Because there's a lot of films that are kind of formulaic. It's not... Yeah, yeah. Like, if you have to... If you could sue for every film... If you were the first guy to make a film where the mob killed his brother and now he's back for revenge, can you sue literally everyone? Yeah, exactly. And and like any slasher film, like you know, like yeah, what was the original? Was Friday the Thirteenth the original? I don't know. Was or was Prom yeah, Night or Halloween? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure somebody knows the answer to that. But I'm just saying they're all very similar. They're just not the same, and which is the same. You know, like like these two films. Like one of them's in space and one of them's not. That's a pretty big yeah. difference. I mean, that's, for starters, right there, then the fact that one of them is science fiction. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. Luc Besson is a great filmmaker. He doesn't need to steal ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. He's had yeah. some good ideas. Right. That's, I mean, he's had some bad ideas too, but he's, he's had some yeah, good ideas. Yeah, not all great, but... He did Lucy, didn't he? Did he do that one? I, I mean, I haven't seen that? it. I've just heard that it, that it was all. Ah, uh, I I didn't see it. No, that's the it. Scarlett Johansson one, right? Yeah, I I guess. I'm not on the bandwagon like everyone else is with her. I don't just see a Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, movie. I'm not into her. We've talked about this. I mean, she's it? she's fine. She's great, but I just don't really give that much of a shit about her. <laughs> she's no Natalie Portman. You can have Natalie Portman too. <laughs> Thanks. 
You're welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, well, I saw a good film uh, like about three hours ago. Yeah, um, I, I, I saw like shortly after you asked if we could record this a little bit later, I saw a Snapchat of you at the cinema. <laughs> That's right. It ran a bit later than I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you saw Crimson Peak? I did. Yeah, the new Guillermo del Toro film. Now, Guillermo del Toro is one of those ones for me that's a bit hit and miss. Really? Because what? I love his early films. Mm-hmm. Like, and I love his Hellboy movies. Uh-huh. I loved his Blade. Uh-huh. Wasn't really a fan of that elf one we saw in America. Oh, he, he only produced that, but yeah, I know, I know the one you mean. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Um, the, Katie, the Katie Holmes one. Yeah, Katie Holmes one. And I fucking hated Pacific Rim. Yeah, I know you did, yeah. Well... But how's Crimson Beak? <laughs> Crimson Beak? It's uh, about ducks, right? Yeah, it's a it's a, a mallard, actually. A mallard. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah I know in, a lot about um, them. It's my namesake. <laughs> it's a Spanish duck. No, it's a... Uh... <laughs> El Bico. <laughs> El Bico. It's set during the Revolutionary <laughs> War. Starring El Bico. And, uh, yeah... As himself. As himself. <laughs> Look, here's, here's what I know about the film, which yes. is very little. Mm-hmm. So what I gleaned of this movie from the poster alone mm-hmm. is that it only stars beautiful-looking people. <laughs> yeah. uh, not quite true, but, yeah, they, the main characters are all fairly attractive people. Yeah, yeah. Fucking beautiful. Oh, you're a fan of uh, Middleton. Middleton, Middleton, what's his name? I did this last time uh, we talked about Tom it. Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Fucking. I am a fan of his. I have yeah, a problem I am. with that guy's name. He's yeah, a beautiful man. He is. He's very handsome. And here it looks like he's dressed up as Johnny Depp from Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's accurate. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> okay. The, this film is beautiful. Like yeah, like it's it's just just looks amazing. It's like Victorian, and everyone's wearing top hats and coats mm-hmm. and. It's like gothic and yeah, it's it's a beautiful movie. It looks like good old fashioned gothic horror revived. It, it is. It's gotten mixed reviews, and I think the reason is it's been kind of portrayed as a as a horror movie, which it is, but it isn't the kind of horror that people, I guess, think that it is. It's not. Um, no teens get slashed. No, it's it's a very kind of traditional. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. horror story like it's very kind of Poe yeah, sort of yeah like mm-hmm. uh, the poster makes it look like Suspiria yeah. the, uh, the blue and the blue and red posters have you seen those uh, I don't know I haven't actually I don't think because it's got the trailers and, and all the advertising make it seem like it's you know scary ghosts and stuff and it's not it's it's right there are ghosts in it but it's it's got ghosts in it in the way that Pan's Labyrinth. That, that Star Wars has a black guy. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, no, because they're not the stars. <laughs> it stars people who just it's happen like... to be ghosts, and they don't address it in the plot. No, no. it doesn't star any ghosts. <laughs> okay, it's just got ghosts in it. Scroll down and look at the poster that I pasted in down the bottom <laughs> because it's very cool. Yeah, no, that poster is great. Um, yeah, isn't it? However, yeah, I guess I can see how that. I mean, it's the right tone but hmm i'm gonna go to see it you know what i'm gonna see it yeah you should I you see should it. it's i, I yeah. like i really enjoyed it uh and like i said yeah. i didn't I, i'd seen the trailer but i hadn't seen too much else about it and i i knew that 
people had been a bit confused about what it was. So I kind of, I guess I, I guess I went in knowing that. And yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's really like well shot and it's beautiful sets and the costumes and everything is, is just really, really beautiful. And, um, it's, it's a Guillermo del Toro film like Pan's Labyrinth and like, you know, the devil's backbone. So that it's kind of like violent, like very violent for like yeah. a very short period. And then it's not for a long time. And so it's quite shocking when something violent yeah, happens. Sure. So I think it's, it's horror in that sense like and and it is and it gets the, the end it gets things get pretty intense in it but i do love the way he does that like pan's labyrinth is like part childlike fairy tale right and yeah. also just fucking brutal yeah like guy gets his fucking eyes squeezed out brutal <laughs> yeah 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 so there's some stuff you know along there's some violent things in it um but there's not not consistently that kind of stuff. Mm. So when it when it does happen, it's kind of like, oh gosh, all right. So, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. I really enjoyed it. And uh, you know what I really love though is just this is just about Guillermo del Toro, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with anything. Yeah. Is that interview with him on the Blu-ray of Blade Runner? <laughs> yeah. Where everyone's talking about how shitty the voiceover in Blade Runner is, and how it's so good that they took it out with the director's cut, and then it just cuts to Guillermo going. No, I like the voiceover. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched a movie when I was a kid. I needed a fucking voiceover. Yeah. Yeah, Guillermo's great. I love the commentaries uh, on his films because he's fucking hilarious, but also, you know, very smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Finally, this this film also stars Jessica Chastain, like uh, like every other film. Like every movie, yeah. yeah every movie like right every now. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's in everything, so. She's in every movie. Yeah, she was in uh, Interstellar. She was in The Martian. She was yeah. in this. She was, she was in... in that movie we saw with Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. everywhere now. Oh good on her. She's, she's great. in everything. I like her. She's good. Yeah, I was just going to ask if you'd seen any of the new American Horror Story. Ah uh, no, I haven't. I haven't watched um, American Horror Story for quite a while since uh, the first few episodes of season two, actually. Oh right. Well, I made it through to the first few episodes of season three, and it was utter shite. Yeah, I heard that. And I really enjoyed the other two, but Coven just lost me. Yeah, right. But I'm looking at an article now that says American Horror Story season four hotel is, mm-hmm. quote, vile, yeah. unquote. And I want to know if it's vile, as in it's just as shit as season three, no. or whether it's just shockingly graphic. No, they, they've they said that... Um, uh, the um, PTS, whatever that is, the um, some some parental group or something like that has said that um, they believe that it's just disgusting and vile and um, you know for no re- good reason. It's just well, the good reason is horror. I mean, it's not for kids. Yeah, right. It's but they they yeah they're claiming that it's uh, the most violent, shocking content I've ever seen on TV ever. Right. So. Most Americans have no idea this is primetime fare on advertiser-supported basic cable, and everyone is paying for it as part of their program bundle. In spite of this, the program features graphic decapitations in the family hour, all sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> well, I don't think they sponsor the decapitations specifically, <laughs> do they? Yeah. Apparently, the first few episodes have already featured a blood-soaked foursome and a spiked sex toy rape scene. First two episodes. 
Are you reading my journal? <laughs> I think somebody over in uh, America is. Fuck, they keep stealing our ideas, Yeah, they're Matt. stealing ideas from the show and from your dreams, Dan. I know. <laughs> stealing my masturbation fantasies <laughs> and right. making cashola off it. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, apparently... Uh, I mean, I haven't heard whether people who actually like the show like this season, but apparently people who... I don't know anyone who's consistently liked it all the way through. No. I Well, no, that's not true. I mean, I've, I started watching it because you guys told me it was awesome. I liked the first season, which is funny because... See, I have this... This happens to me a lot, right? Like with <laughs> True Detective, everyone complained about the episodes that I liked and liked the episodes that I didn't like. And American Horror <laughs> Story, I quite liked season one and I couldn't get into season two and everyone was like, oh, season two is so much better. Like really? See, season two was definitely more polished, uh, mm. and I saw it first, so I enjoyed it. But season one was excellent. I really did like it. Yeah, see, I I didn't and like it at the first. The storyline in the past, the the people who used to live in the house, yeah, back in the day, mm-hmm. that was excellent. Yeah, that's what I I think when we talked about it, I said that I wanted it to be more. I wanted to see more of the you know the the doctor performing the abortions, old timey stuff, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Speaking of which, Matt, have you watched The Nick? No. I've heard with of Clive that. Owen. I've heard of that. <laughs> Clive Warren. Clive Warren and Rebecca <laughs> De Mornay. No, it's... Um, I've heard of it. The Nick is great if you like creepy old-timey doctor shows. <laughs> and, and I know you do. <laughs> I do. Now, it's not a horror, Nick. but right. it is the most violent show I've ever seen in terms of body gore. But it's mostly really? just about the dramatic irony of um, doctors in the year 1900, thinking that they're at the absolute pinnacle of medical research. Right, right. Um, But it's fucking brutal, and it's awesome. And Clive Warren plays this (laughs) cocaine-addicted surgeon. Nick, all right, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, K-N-I-C-K. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, I think I saw it when I was in Italy, Matt. Oh, I see, gotcha. I'm not sure where you can see it. I'll hop on a ship and uh, check it out. Old-timey ship, just to get in the mood. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Are you going to eat racial faux pas for us this week? Uh, racial faux I have been. I've been overseas quite a bit. Did I? I did have one racial faux pas this week. It wasn't really racial. Well, you could argue that it was. <laughs> um, I offered a waitress in Thailand my scraps and was accused of being... <laughs> Inappropriate. What? What do you mean your scraps? Well, I wasn't... Look, I... Sometimes I can't finish all my dinner, right? Sure. And I'm a small guy, so I'm a bit sensitive about it. But for some reason, everyone feels the need to comment when I don't eat everything on my plate. Right, right. You know? Oh, you're not eating it all, Dan. No, just... You're not hungry, are you? No, you're not... Clearly mm-hmm. was hungry, but just a smaller person, don't need to eat as much. Yeah. Right? So, um, <laughs> at breakfast, beautiful little Thai girl came to clear away my eggs. One egg left on the plate. And she said, oh, you got egg left on the plate? I said, oh, you can have that if you want. And um, obviously I was just embarrassed yeah, yeah. that she'd pointed it out. I was just making a whimsy of some kind to fill yeah. the silence. Yep. Um, and she looked at me like I was deadly serious and said, oh... No, thanks. That's thanks. No, no. And everyone at the table was like, "Well, you're a bigot." 
Why? Because you assumed she was too poor to afford an egg. Yeah, I think that's what everyone thought that I was like, ah, oh, she can have some of the white people's yeah. scraps. Yeah, I'll just toss that in the floor. You can have it. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Interesting thing, though, right? Mm. Went into a McDonald's. <laughs> Did they do eat off the floor? <laughs> no. Went into McDonald's to get a Coke, right? Yeah. I was thirsty. Uh-huh. Ronald McDonald with his hands together. Little statue outside doing the namaste. Ah. That's how they greet you in Thailand. So that's yeah, how Ronald right. greets you at McDonald's. That's pretty cool. Cultural. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of a the... cross-cultural icon. He is. I, I think I read somewhere that the, the Ronald McDonald in South Africa has AIDS. <laughs> and a slave. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Mm-hmm. We are going to have an exclusive that interview at some point whenever I can get make this happen. Yeah. And I, I'm going to sizzle this a bit. We are going to have an inside update on the Black Pete issue. What? Yep. Zwart Pit? Zwart Pete. I've got somebody and he's 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 come out and he said people don't understand, they don't know what it is, you're all wrong. There's nothing racist about it, and he's gonna hopefully, if I can make it happen, oh. he's gonna explain. So you've got a guest coming on who is either going to expose us as ignorant uh-huh. or expose himself as a closet racist. Yep. Exactly. Can't wait. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be amazing. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.